This episode is brought to you by the generosity of our listeners. Not every idea is meant to last forever, including this podcast. Thanks for joining us on our final episode. Put your faith to work. This is the Bold Idea Podcast with ideas, interviews, and inspiration to bring your bold ideas to life. Here are your hosts, Larry Gates and Armin Asadi. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Bold Idea Podcast. This is your co-host, Larry Gates. <laughs> and Armin Asadi. You sounded so happy in that lead-in. And our final episode. <laughs> well, actually, no, I'm kind of sad. <laughs> I was just laughing as you're doing the lead in. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, actually, so the, the cat's out of the bag here. This is our final show and it is a goodbye, at least maybe just goodbye for now. That's right. Larry and I are divorcing. He's cheated on me. It's over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The typical way every bold idea ends. Divorce. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, not every idea is meant to last forever. And uh, and Armin and I have felt like this uh, podcast has at least run its course for now. Um, a couple episodes ago, um, Armin, you and I talked about when it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> Without knowing that there was a right. goodbye we scenario did not, coming. Uh, when we put that show together, we actually didn't uh, anticipate that it might be time to say goodbye for this bold idea, this show. And I think in part... Uh, really going through that helped us get some clarity around a few things. And 100%. We yeah. took our own advice. Yeah, we did. Now, if you <laughs> might remember in that show, we talked about the four things that you can look at to determine whether it's time to say goodbye to a bold idea. And this is good for you to do at any time. Like I said, Armin and I, we had this discussion and we did this episode and uh, and we realized, you know, we really just need to kind of take a look at bold idea in that same context, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, the four were, if you lost energy for it, if a bolder idea comes along, when somebody else can do a better job or when it finds you and owns you. And uh, and as we looked at that, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I know that uh, the number one and two were the ones that applied most to me, which, which was putting a show together like this takes a lot of energy. And I'm really much better at the upfront stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was starting to feel a little bit like drudgery. Now, don't get me wrong, because... I always have fun when we're doing it. Yeah. I always have fun when we're talking to the guests. Yeah. But it's all the stuff that's the preparation up to that. And, and then after. And, and then the, the maintenance stuff and all yeah. the rest, which, you know, we've got a great team that's, we've really been able to outsource a lot of that, which has just been terrific. I'll talk about them later. But for me, the personal energy has, has just been kind of slowly depleting over time. And at the same time, um, I've had some really exciting things happen in other parts of my life with a new company that I started with my oldest son three years ago that's really taking root now. Uh, we're doing a lot of great work there and it's commanding more and more of my attention, my energy, my focus, frankly, my enjoyment. And, uh, and I've also found that God's peeling back and having me shut down other areas. And this just seems to be one more that it's time for me to step away from. How about you, Armin, when you assessed it for yourself? Um, I think my biggest catalyst for the transition out, um, whether it's permanent or temporary, is that I have my ministry, I have my business, and um, I, I prioritize them. But I think what it does to my wife is that it constantly puts her in a position where she uh, she has to prioritize me and my priorities over anything that she has as a priority. And so it got to the point where I, it was basically I was asking her to sacrifice her business so that I could do 
a podcast, right? And I'm not saying that in a backhanded way about the podcast, but it's just in the world of priorities. It's it's kind of hard to say, hey, no, listen, this podcast is more important than the business that you feel called to and that you've <laughs> devoted your life to, you know, that the part of your life that you've had time to devote to. And so I think that was the biggest part is I, I there's no way for me to uh, reconcile those priorities. Yeah. For me to even feel good about it, to be like, no, no, no. At, at, you know, leading my household in the way that says, no, no, everyone should be sacrificing everything for m- me, you know? And, um, and I, it, it feels a lot better to know that I'm making a decision that empowers Where's my wife that makes her feel supporter that doesn't support it that doesn't make her feel like she has to constantly be sacrificing she feels like I'm willing to sacrifice for her you know all, all those things mm-hmm. that come with it it was just a very bonding experience uh, I mean it didn't start off as a bonding experience it started <laughs> off as very uh, turbulent conflict uh, I lost every fight um, then, then it became a bonding experience. Yeah, then, then we made up. <laughs> hey, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, Remember exactly. we did that. <laughs> and then um, other than that, it's just kind of like you you said it, man. It's like you, you lose energy for it because, uh, and it's not like I lost energy for this. It's I had more energy for uh, military ministry. I had more energy for my business, and it was it, it, it was just carving out two hours of drive time and all that stuff. Just felt like, man, am I pulling away from these priorities that I have in my life for this? And it, it, I think I couldn't I couldn't reconcile it in the sense that there was two hours of meaningless driving yeah you know and yeah. like that you aspect. had the you had the disadvantage of having to come across town to get to the yeah. studio and and that 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 adds to the equation of cost and yep. A- yep. effort as well you know one of the things that i found in the dynamic of just talking about this because you and i have this isn't the first podcast we've done we did the reinventure me podcast before this you know and then yeah. that, so i think all in all we've been at this about six or seven years is that right yeah, I was going to say five years, but yeah, maybe it might could be, be more, it, yeah, more six like or six seven. years that we have been getting together, you know, if not weekly, yeah, every other week to uh, do that. So we formed a really great bond between us, you know, and so part of the 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 um the emotion that i have wrapped up in this is just the time that we've had together yeah. you know and the fun that we've had even that hasn't been <laughs> recorded yeah. you know there's a lot more frankly there's a lot more fun off mic than oh, there probably, sure. probably is on mic but, <laughs> but you know there's so. <laughs> there, there's a lot of there's a lot of that and and also this uh, this idea of separating yourself from something that you've birthed from the beginning mm-hmm. and i think the important principle for me is that not every idea really does need to last forever there yeah. are times when you do need to put it away and i know we've talked about that but it it's difficult it's one thing to say it and it's another thing to embrace it and act on it because for sure. so much of your uh, emotional energy has been tied to making something work and getting something off the ground. Mm-hmm. And in fact, uh, taking some pride in what you've done. I mean, I really feel good about the shows that we've put together. And even this week, I was meeting with somebody who told us how much they learned from some of the guests that we've had on the show. And mm-hmm. I didn't even bring up the podcast at all. They just, that was something they brought up to me. <laughs> so they didn't have, they didn't have any idea about where we were headed with this. Right. Uh, so it's very gratifying to get that kind of feedback. And we love our listeners that have commented on the show and how you've been affected by it. And uh, and yeah. so we don't want you to feel like we're doing this because we don't want to do it anymore. In fact, I think yeah. if we had boundless energy and, and more time and, and other things, we'd, we'd keep at this because there's so much that we gain 
from it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, yeah, I think it's it's a very it was a very difficult decision to make. I think it's quite emotional. And honestly, I came into this episode. I think there's a subconscious part of me that was trying to be as busy as possible, so I don't have to deal with the emotion of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, gosh, man, when we first started this, it was like a nine month commitment or ten month commitment that we made to reinventure me. Right. It was like, all right, we're going to do it from this to this yeah. and then see where it goes. And well, I'll admit when we first started talking about this, you were so on board right away that it threw me. Yeah. hundred percent. And I had to tell you, and okay, you were completely upfront. About yeah. It. yeah. Like, like, look, if you are just doing this because you're going to try it and then back out, then yeah. let's not do it. Yeah. You know, so I was really looking for that commitment and I, not to think that we were going to do it this for six years. You know, <laughs> six this is, years it's really yeah. kind of crazy. So we should get overtime pay for exactly. <laughs> all the effort he does. From all our sponsors. From all, from all of our, from all of our great sponsors, you know? Yeah. That, well, that's, that does bring up the point too, that, you know, you do, you do certain things in your life because you enjoy doing it because it feeds you emotionally, spiritually, lots of other dimensions. But then you also recognize that there are things like this that are passion projects. And in and, and a passion project, you have to say, look, um, I, we can support the passion project as long as it's in priority with the other things going on in life. Right. And those priorities, just as you described in your own life shift. And, and as they have in mind, I want to put more attention to the business that I'm creating with my oldest son, which is having a blast at too, and a lot mm. of energy around. And so really that first dimension that we talked about, when you start to lose energy for it, that's, that's, I think a big, big driver for, for both of us and for each of us too. You know, we both have had bolder ideas that have come along as well yeah. that have been uh, uh, seeking that energy. So can you, can you actually, before you go to the next yeah. thing, um, sorry to cut you off. No. But you said something right before this because I was pro- because we were talking about is this goodbye? Is this goodbye for now? Is it a see you later? Is it a pause? Like we, yeah. you know, we haven't fully figured it out yet. Right. Hence the title of the show, yeah, uh, or this episode. And you said something very s- specific to me because I, I was just trying to say, hey, if if there is a significant need for us to keep doing this, I'll make it work. Mm-hmm. And you said, hang on a second. And then you shared something with me that I think would be worth sharing on, on air right now. Yeah. I, I, met, I mentioned uh, to Armin a book by the, the name of The Man Who Could Do No Wrong is written by Charles Blair. He was a pastor of a church in Denver. And the, the bottom line of that book and, and really the bottom line of his lesson from all the failures he experienced in ministry, all the successes and failures he experienced I mean, he in a, ministry. You life. said he had he a, had mega a church mega church before, before there was anything. Before mega churches were kind of mega churches, yeah. right? And uh, the bottom line of his ministry was the need does not constitute the call. And there are going to be times in our lives where we're going to have see needs, but it doesn't always mean because there's a need that we're the one that is meant to meet the need. Right. You know, so uh, regardless, the point of this is if God's calling you to do something, it doesn't matter how many people mm might think they need it or want it. Hmm. If God's calling you to do it, it could just be for one person. Now, when we set out to do this show, we were hopeful that, you know, we, this would become, you know, on a top ranked show on iTunes and, you know, all I that. Definitely sort of did. Maybe you. Oh, I did, you know, of course, well, if you're going to float, why not float a big fantasy, yeah, right? All right. That makes it a bold idea, right? So yeah, who wouldn't want to have a top rated podcast? And, you know, I'll be honest with our listeners here. That has been far from the truth. I don't yeah. think we're on the top 500, yeah. uh, but, but, you know, the point of the matter isn't about the, 
the number of people or right. the need of the audience size. It's really about has it reached the person that God wanted that specific message to go to because God's love is so deep that he will cause one person to act on one other person's behalf mm. that's disproportionate. It doesn't need to be big platform stuff. Yeah. He will go for that one lost sheep and yeah. leave all the rest. That's what he said. Yeah. And that is heaven economics, which are not man's economics. Man's right. economics would, I'm not going to do it unless it, I can do it and, and I can see that there's this big following, yeah. right? That's man's economics. God's like, I don't care about that yep. because if there's one person that this can be helpful to, mm. that's good enough. And so that's been my prayer with respect to this show is mm. it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be just the one thing that has been helpful to one person. Mm. And that's that enough. Frankly, if you think about it, that makes it really a bold idea because sure. you're willing to invest in something, even if it only helps one person, mm. right? That's costly. That's a, that's a, that's bold. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and so the need to my point with our is doesn't constitute a call and we're not called to, to meet that. And we shouldn't judge the success of something based on the size of the response to it either. Yeah. And, and in response to that, just a full transparency, I think one of my greatest takeaways from doing this podcast for or, you know, both podcasts is I honestly didn't get a ton of feedback from people, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I think for every 10 or 15 people that you had giving you feedback, I may have gotten one, mm -hmm. right? Uh, other than when you shared it with me. Um, so I, I, I think one of the victories I feel from this is that I didn't get the pats on the back. I didn't get all the rah, rah, rahs or any, any of that. And I kept doing it. And I think one of the things that helped me realize is... Um, this is going to sound like I'm kissing Larry's butt cheeks here, but um, I, I feel like I, I, one of my greatest motivators to keep going was just it really genuinely was relationships because one of my greatest prayers is God never let me value anything above people. Let me always see your people as the greatest currency in your kingdom. And I think just being able to do this with you was was enough motivation for me to just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I know I honestly don't think I, I didn't look for the pats on the back. And when I got them, it really didn't, I appreciated it, but you didn't need it, but yeah, but I didn't need it mm -hmm. because it, it was about, I was, I was going to come back to this room with mm -hmm. this one guy mm -hmm. who was, you know, like it, it, it was, it really was a relational decision mm -hmm. above anything else. Even, even mm -hmm. like you said, if it impacted one person, I'd be like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's great. Mm -hmm. You know, like, job well done. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I could commit as long as I did for the sake of the relationship for me was, man, it was very telling. That's, I mean, I, kudos to you. That was way beyond I what I would have asked or imagined. You know? <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, it's one of those things too. I think if, if God would have said, Hey, Larry, when you and Armin start off to do this, uh, I'm going to have you doing two podcasts. You're going to do it over six years. I may not have stepped into that. You know, that yeah, might have been one like, of those yeah, things yeah, like, oh, oh, no. I mean, you know, it's like, really? <laughs> we're going to go out at this long? Yeah, we're committophobes. Yeah, come, come on. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're committophobes. <laughs> Take it easy, God. Take so it I, easy. Think there's a, I think there is something to say about God leading us into something that he doesn't fully reveal what the uh, full road is like because that's not the point. Mm. You know, the point is daily obedience. And, and, and as David That's said, good. my word, the word is a light into my path and a lamp into my feet. That, that, that isn't a strobe light. It's not a it's lighted not a spotlight. It's not a lighted light. path. It's just <laughs> enough to take the next step, right. right? Just enough to see where you are 
and what the next step needs to be. Mm. And that's trusting God on a daily basis. And yeah. I, I think that's what we've done here. And uh, up until the point of two weeks ago after we did that episode, we didn't know that the path was going to say, oh, okay, there's yeah. a stop sign here. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. there's a stop sign on this path. <laughs> we just got to it. The lamp just revealed a stop sign. Exactly. Guess we stopped. <laughs> so we didn't have to replace plant into the stop sign. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because then what happens if you keep going when you're spo- supposed to stop mm. is that you you start the energy precipitates even faster yeah. resentment starts to set in 100 and and then it deteriorates into something that is not a good landing totally it becomes unhealthy yeah it becomes very yeah. unhealthy it's, and we've all been in like we've all been in like small groups right where yeah. you where you you can never get out yep. you know it's kind of like one of those settings where you're like okay i don't want to like hurt somebody's feelings but i gotta get out of this group yeah. somehow <laughs> kind of like leaving a church i don't know if anybody's ever left a church before but oh. it's like all these people that are, are supposedly your best friends as soon as you leave the church it's like you're dead to them that's kind of like the process i was almost weighing out is like ah oh, gosh is this going to be like a church exit not that i've done a church exit but is this going to be like a church exit is this going to be a fallout situation is this but honestly i think because there was enough you know forward thinking thought and open processing and i don't know i think we just it, 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 it none of this has felt like I am betraying. I don't feel like I am being betrayed. You know, like all those extremes. Yeah. Like I've I've been right. I've wronged someone. They've wronged me. I've been you know like all those. Mm-hmm. I think I don't I don't feel like any of that. Don't get me wrong. I've been emotional. Um, I've wanted to punch a brick wall a couple times through this process. Not because of you, obviously, but you know. Just, but I, if, I would advise against it. Yeah, I my hands found don't do bricks, well. <laughs> bricks prevail. Stupid bricks. <laughs> Stupid bricks. But anyways, I, I'm blabbering. But just to say, this it, is it's really refreshing to have a transition out of something where it doesn't feel like death. Yeah. You know, like oh, it doesn't yeah, feel like hurt and damage and damage control. Right, and, right. That it's a healthy, healthy transition. I think part of that is knowing that God's led us to it. You know, and that that's part of that, and and the expectancy that there's a reason there's a stop sign there. Mm-hmm. You know, and and as Ramin said, we're saying goodbye, but it might be for now. Yeah, you know, it might be a stop, and then the light turns green. I'm mixing my metaphors between yeah. stop signs and stoplights, but <laughs> the, the the sign goes away or yeah. the light turns green yeah, and, whatever, and, yeah. and we're supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, and or maybe it's supposed to take a different path. Yeah, you know. So we don't know, but we do know that right now we're not to continue, and and that's just enough. Yeah. And that's all we need to do is is set our eyes forward and look ahead and not worry about whatever has been done, that God is creating a space to do something great. And so I'm anticipating that. And, 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 100%. and with you, I'm mixed emotions. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be sad to not be doing this with you 100%. and, uh, and to have the great guests we've had on the show and to learn from them in the way that we have and to get the feedback that we have more me, more than you. But all that is to say, you know, that was for that season. Yeah. And now a new season is coming with new rewards and new ways to, you know, seek and, and honor God in what we do. So, yeah. hey, I want to take a few minutes and just give some thanks to the people that have been part of this show. Yeah, man, and, uh, and and we have had so many great listeners. We do thank you for you listening and for sounding off and letting us know that you have. 
We've had tremendous guests on this show. Uh, beyond what I would have anticipated when we set out to do this, I mean, I didn't expect that we'd have the caliber of guests that we've had on this program. And the way in which, like you, you mentioned before, with respect to relationships, what I have learned from this has been the thing that has kept me going. I love to get into people's stories. And you know what? I think if, if there's anything that I would ask of our listeners is never, ever, ever forget to tell your story because your story is important. And that's the one thing that I think is missing so much in church today. Mm. We get scriptural instruction, which is good, but what we also need to do is, and we need to encourage one another with the very work of God in our own lives. Absolutely. And that's what we've been trying to highlight on this show. How has God been inspiring our guests to be bold, to live courageous, to put their faith to work? And that's the one thing that I would implore you. Your story is important. God's work in your life is important and you need to share it. And mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sorry that we won't be here to open that mic up for you to do so, yeah. but you can do it yourself. Yeah. You can do it in the interactions that you have and you can do it by inviting to listen to other people's stories too. That's great advice right there. So I want to thank our listeners. I want to thank our guests, our production team, uh, the writing team, Abby Krebs. Abby, you knock it out of the park every week. Just so very grateful and thankful for you. Ashley Brooks, who preceded you and Amy Bokey, you guys were great. The the three A's, Abby, Ashley, and Amy were part of our writing team. <laughs> our audio engineer, guess what? Another A, Adam Rollin. <laughs> Adam, you are you are amazing, Adam. You, you really have uh, done great work and we're just so thankful for that. Sam Kleva, or as I like to say, Kledgewa. <laughs> Sam, you, you are the extraordinary web guy. Your responsiveness is so amazing. Jim, Jim Smith, the voice talent of the show, the guy who opens the podcast for us with the introduction. Jim, you are incredible, and uh, you're you're such a generous spirit. I, I thank you so much for who you are. Jeff Abramovitz, if it weren't for you, Jeff, as our advisor, neither of the podcasts would exist. You were the one that inspired me to get started in this, and, uh, and as a consequence, to talk to Armin about it as well. And so I want to thank you too, Jeff. And our sponsors, Broad Street Publishing, CenturyLink, Great Waters Financial, the National Coalition of Ministries to Men. All of you have been tremendous in helping us get the podcast off the ground and to uh, provide uh, some great financial support. And of course, it wouldn't be possible without the many individual contributors that we've had. Thank you for your continued support. And I want to give a special shout out to a guy we haven't mentioned on the program at all. Rick Matson uh, stands out as the singular guy who's left more commentary on our episodes and incisive, incisive takeaways from each of our episodes. And so, Rick, thank you for being such an attentive part of our listening audience. And so with that, I want to leave you with one, unless there's something else, Armin, do you have anything else? No, I mean, I, how do you say thank you on top of a thank you to all the same people you want to thank? You yeah, know? there you go. So. All right. So Armin and I want to leave you with some words from Francis of Assisi that really reflect our hopes for you and our wishes for you as you go forward and you consider living out the bold idea in your life. And they were codified in a letter that was written to the rulers of the people around 1220 AD. And this is what they wrote. We, the followers of Francis of Assisi, and your co-workers struggling for a better society, send greetings and peace and this message. Keep a clear eye toward life's ends. Do not forget your purpose and destiny as God's creature. What you are in his sight is what you are and nothing more. Do not let worldly cares and anxieties or the pressures of office blot out the divine life within you 
or the voice of God's Spirit guiding in your great task of leading humanity to wholeness. If you open yourself to God and his plan printed deeply in your heart, God will open himself to you. Remember that when you leave this earth, you can take with you nothing that you have received, fading symbols of honor, trappings of power, but only what you've been given, a full heart enriched by honest service, love, sacrifice, and courage. Embrace the God of us all and his word wherever it surfaces. Imitate his preference for the poor and the powerless. Enter into his plan of liberating all peoples from everything that oppresses them and obstructs their development as human beings. Do not grow tired of working for peace among all people. Help remove unjust social structures and patterns of exploitation. Uphold the rights and dignity of the human person. Foster the creation of a society where human life is cherished and where all peoples of the planet can enjoy its gifts, which God created for all in a spirit of love and justice and equality. That's our prayer for you, that you will live a life that pursues bold ideas, that puts your faith to work, that lives out the great call of God in your life. And we look forward to hearing from you. We'd love for you to leave us a final note. Just tell us what your thoughts are about how God might be moving you. Anything that you might want to say about the show or any suggestions you want to give, give a shout out to Armin because he needs the feedback. <laughs> I need your affirmation. <laughs> give, give some affirmation to Armin. <laughs> and you can find our show notes at boldideapodcast.com slash 105. This is our final episode. And for the last time, at least for now, this is Larry Gates. And Armin Asadi. Saying, go put your faith to work. Be bold. Stay strong. Stay in him. You've been listening to the Bold Idea Podcast. To get our show notes sent to your inbox, visit boldideapodcast.com.